Woodhouse Nissan offers a variety of SUVs and crossovers to fit your lifestyle. Whether you're looking for an SUV with high towing capability or a crossover with all-wheel drive, you can expect a variety of safety features, plenty of seating, ample cargo space, and innovative design to tackle virtually any adventure. Explore the Nissan lineup of SUVs and crossovers featuring Rogue, Rogue Sport, Kicks, Murano, Pathfinder, and Armada. Visit one of our two Nissan locations or shop online at woodhouse.com. This is America with Rich Valdez, powered by PolitiWeek.com. And Rich Valdez is with us, former Christie administration official. You worked for Chris Christie, you've been in politics, a lot of public service stuff. Rich Valdez, columnist now with the Washington Times. This is America. Richie V, you're on the air with the nation. The nation. This is America with your host, Rich Valdez. All right, America, we are here 17 floors above Madison Square Garden in New York City. I am Rich Valdez, your liberty-loving Latino amigo, and I got a lot to say. There's been so much going on in the last 24, 48 hours that I want to catch up on. We had the president being exonerated. And again, I like to say exonerated because I know it ticks a lot of people off. Complete acquittal. Then his statement. There's nothing from a legal standpoint. This is... A political thing. And every time I'd say, this is unfair, let's go to court. They say, sir, you can't go to court. This is politics. And we were treated unbelievably unfairly. And you have to understand, uh, we first went through Russia, Russia, Russia. It was all bullshit. (laughs) We then went through the Mueller report. And they should have come back one day later. They didn't. They came back two years later after Lives were ruined after people went bankrupt, after people lost all their money. Plus, 115 immigrants rounded up by ICE in the country illegally. One of them was a murderer. And of course, what we've heard for the last several days, Pelosi scissor hands tearing up the papers. There's a few things I want to get to because I keep hearing the same things over and over. And there seems to be like a modus operandi, right? A MO that's consistent here. Let's start with Nancy Pelosi, the Speaker of the House. Nancy Pelosi is not the leader. She's a follower. Is that right? Well, it seems that way. Because it seems that if Trump does something to snub her, then she's got to come back twice as hard. She's following his lead. Not taking the high road. Not being this bastion of morality in the House. Not being the solemn... What's the other word she always uses? Solemn and what? Somber. Solemn and somber, prayerful speaker of the house, Nancy Pelosi. Nope, none of that. The president doesn't shake her hand. She disses him the way she introduces him. The beauty of the Trumpster is exactly that. He is a bull in a china shop. A hatchet man that was hired to drain the swamp by America. He was hired to get rid of All of the know-it-all career politicians that worship at the altar of the state. And of course, as they worship, they pay their tithes and offerings with our tax dollars. They're the new ruling class of elitists of the I-know-better-than-you crowd. They're snobs, pseudo-intellectuals. And they yearn to replace the voluntary charity of the church or the synagogue or the mosque with forced social services by way of your confiscatory taxes. They take tax, and then they become God's multi. 
And they do this all to replace Almighty God, Big G, with their, what they hope is, their almighty government. Trump was elected precisely for his unorthodoxy, for his candor, for his hubris. But still, Trump plays within the rules. And there are some hard and fast unwritten rules in politics, one of which is the line between campaigning and your official capacity. Trump would never call anybody a sleazebag from the Oval Office, from the press briefing room, while in his official capacity as President of the United States. But he does switch to campaign mode where he can make caricatures out of people and ridicule them because many of them are ridiculous. So as President of the United States, at the State of the Union, or while on the campaign trail, these are two different stories. Speaker Pelosi returned his snub by not shaking her hand, by sliding the office of the presidency, and not following the tradition of saying, quote, I have the high privilege and distinct honor of presenting to you the President of the United States, end quote. Instead, she simply says, members of Congress, the President of the United States. So she disses him. She has no issue breaking with tradition to insult the office and the man. Now, his snub of not shaking her hand, bad on him, but I understand and I likely probably would have done it because in many instances, we would say she's being held to a standard. We don't know if there's a standard that the president must shake their hand when giving them the copy of the speech. We just know that he has to deliver a copy of the speech, which he did. But this woman, Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi, has enriched herself, enriched her family. On who? On the backs of taxpayers like you and me. And this has been going on longer than I've been alive. So the takeaway here is that Trump has corrupted Pelosi. I think that's what the Democrats are trying to sell us. Or is it that Pelosi has always been corrupt? And by pushing back against the ruling class, her true colors are finally showing. I doubt it. Trump has been the same guy throughout. He wears his heart on his sleeve and he tweets it regularly. Pelosi, the Democrats, that crew, mm, not so much. Trump's acquittal yesterday has energized tens of millions who are tired of pompous, self-dealing communist sympathizers in Washington that dictate how we, the people, citizens of the 48 states that aren't New York and California, how we should live. And that's bull. Stick with me. When we come back, we're going to hear exactly what the president said at the State of the Union and what he said at his victory lap press conference that happened just a couple of hours ago today. You're listening to This is America. My name is Rich Valdez at Rich Valdez on Twitter. We'll be right back. This is America. All right. That's a big shout out to our DJ, Mr. Producer. Rich Cementa, and of course the singer there, our favorite MAGA salsero, Ruben Obed from Puerto Rico, with Bring the CAG, K-A-G, Keep America Great Again. So, Romney dissed the president, voted his conscience, and we're going to get into that a little bit. But at the State of the Union, the president said lots of things, and one of them has been one of his central themes on the economy. How many jobs he's created and how it's benefiting all Americans, in particular, those that were least served historically. Minorities, blacks and Hispanics. Listen to this. And very incredibly, the average unemployment rate under my administration is lower than any administration in the history 
of our country. If we hadn't reversed the failed economic policies of the previous administration, the world would not now be witnessing this great economic success. The unemployment rate for African Americans, Hispanic Americans, and Asian Americans has reached the lowest levels in history. African American youth unemployment has reached an all-time low. African American poverty has declined to the lowest rate ever recorded. All right, so here we have it. The president is putting the numbers out there, the facts out there. And of course, a lot of people want to say, listen, Trump has nothing to do with the economy. That's Obama's economy. We're literally almost in the fourth year of his administration. And they're like, no, no, no. He's riding the Obama wave. So I'm thinking he gets reelected. Who are they going to blame then? Obama? We shall see. But one person that gets it, and he's black, by the way, Van Jones. Van Jones is on CNN, and he's sounding the alarm, saying, listen, this is a warning shot across the bow. We need to realize what's going on. Democrats need to wake up because Trump is coming after our voting base. Listen to this. What he was saying to African-Americans can be effective. You may not like it, but he mentioned HBCUs. Our black colleges have been struggling for a long time. A bunch of them have gone under. Uh, He threw a lifeline to them uh, in real life and in his budget. He talked about that. He talked about the criminal justice reform. He talked about opportunity zones. School choice. He talked about school choice. Listen. Wake up. He doesn't have to be effective. Exactly. He has to be effective to move margins and key states. And, and the no. thing about it is, and I think no. that we, we got to wake up, folks. No. There's a whole bubble thing that goes on. We say, well, he said S-hole nations, therefore all black people are going to hate him forever. That ain't necessarily so. And I think what you're going to see him do is say, you, you may not like my rhetoric, but look at my results, look at my record to black people. And if he narrow casts that, it's going to be effective, which means as we move through this primary process, We've got to pay a lot more attention both to what's going on with the Latino vote. Um, is, is, are we going to get a benefit in terms of you know, having them respond? And with the black vote, is there going to be a split off, for, especially for black male voters? We've got to be clinical about this stuff. We get so emotional about it. That was a, ro- that was a warning to us, a warning shot across the Bowery Democrats that he's going after enough black folks to cause those problems. It's not just the white suburban voters. He's going after black voters. So four months ago in October, I was on Newsmax and I mentioned the same thing he's talking about, this narrow casting. There was an Associated Press piece out that said the president and his campaign are going after Hispanic communities. Not overall. They're places that they know they're not going to get. They're not going to win the Hispanic vote in Chicago. They know that. But they do know there is a bunch of conservative Latinos, Hispanos in Pennsylvania and other key districts. And they're putting money where their mouth is. Van Jones has hit the nail right on the head. If you narrow cast this, not a broadcast, a really laser focused narrow cast. You will infringe on their lead. That will hurt the Democrats. And this is why they come at him as hard as they do. And if you haven't followed uh, what we were talking about previously, that clip from Newsmax is in uh, one of our previous episodes of This Is America. That stuff's all available online at therichvaldez.com, richvaldez.com. And follow us on Twitter, at Rich Valdez, at Rich Cementa, Mr. Producer. Let us know what you think. We accept hate mail. Go for it. And we're going to get into this Mitt Romney thing. The reason that 
Romney didn't vote for both articles of impeachment is because he knew that the obstruction charge, just like the other one, was bogus. He just wanted to position himself a certain way. He knew that seeking relief, a review from the court, is not an act of obstruction. And his vote proves that. So don't be fooled when you hear the other side charge that the president uh, enlisted the support of a foreign power to investigate a political rival. That's crap. And everybody that waffled to meet in the middle, you know, I was talking to a, a buddy of mine a while back and he was like, but how do you justify him asking a foreign government to get involved in America? And I was like, I don't justify any of that. It never happened. I believe that in his rights, and not I believe, they literally charged him with this as a crime, and he was literally acquitted of it. So it's not just I believe, apparently the Senate believes as well. Trump is allowed to talk to other presidents. Trump is allowed to ask those people to investigate matters of state that involve them. And if he needed the support of the Attorney General in the United States, that's the appropriate contact. And I like to think about it like this. Obama's in the Oval Office. He calls then-president of Ukraine and says, hey, listen, I heard there's a bunch of Republicans that are doing business with different contractors in Russia and Ukraine, and there might be something into former Vice President Dick Cheney's son. Some, I think you should take a look at it. They're saying a lot of things. Would we be doing this to Obama? For a second, do you think that we would not think that President Obama is within his rights to talk to a fellow president of another country to investigate Cheney, Cheney's son? Nobody would bat an eye. We can't start making things illegal because Trump's involved. That's just the truth. At some point, we have to have integrity. We have to hold on to our own morality. And what's interesting is that everybody wants to make this about a moral argument. They'll come at you and say, well, Trump's a racist. You can disprove that with facts and say, well, you know, the media really contorted what he said, saying there's good people on both sides. He was talking about something totally different. And they juxtaposed it the wrong way, saying, hey, you know what? This is conflated. This is not what he said about that. So those people that are willing to invest the 30 minutes and listen to the full audio go, oh, wow, you're right. that He wasn't saying that about the Nazis. So if he wasn't doing that and he's not a racist, well... He's definitely this, or he's definitely that. And as you continue to show them fact after fact, they've got nothing left but to attack you. They're going to come at you and say that your morality is in question. What is wrong with you that you support Donald Trump? Now again, shoe on the other foot. Just imagine going after someone saying, listen, Barack Obama, I believe, has immoral public policy. He supports Abortion as birth control, killing a child, killing a fetus. And now you've seen his Democratic colleagues. They've taken it as far as late term nine months in. Woodhouse Nissan offers a variety of SUVs and crossovers to fit your lifestyle. Whether you're looking for an SUV with high towing capability or a crossover with all-wheel drive, you can expect a variety of safety features, plenty of seating, ample cargo space, and innovative design to tackle virtually any adventure. Explore the Nissan lineup of SUVs and crossovers featuring Rogue, Rogue Sport, Kicks, Murano, Pathfinder, and Armada. Visit one of our two Nissan locations or shop online at woodhouse.com. And there's been that huge controversy in Virginia where it's believed that a doctor himself, Governor Northam, says, yeah, we can, uh, we'll make the baby comfortable and let the parents make that decision. 
even if they've given birth to the child. That means baby out of womb. Murder. Now, I get it. Many people want to argue and say, oh, Rich, you're taking that out of context. That's not what he meant. When you're governor, you got to do a lot better job of stating the facts. I listened to that tape 30, 40 times. I know what he said. And then he tried to walk it back. And then Delegate Kathy Tran had something to say. And she didn't even walk it back. She was way more in your face about it. The reality is people that are coming at me, people that come at the president, people that come at whomever, waving the white flag of morality with their white Nancy Pelosi suit on, these are the same people that will kill a baby in a heartbeat because they'd rather have the baby look the way they want it to look rather than have Down syndrome. You tell me which one of us is moral. This is my point. Morality can be subjective, means different things to different people. To go after somebody's morality because of their politics is probably the weakest argument ever. You have to be presented with the facts, just like the lawyers did in the impeachment trial. And that's why he was found, dudunch, not guilty. That's why he was acquitted, acquitted for life, acquitted forever. Donald John Trump B, and he is hereby acquitted of the charges in said articles. The chair recognizes the majority leader. I move that the Senate, sitting as a court of impeachment on the articles against Donald John Trump, adjourn, sonny die. Without objection, the motion is agreed to. The Senate, sitting as a court of impeachment, stands adjourned, sine die. And this is really not a news conference. It's not a speech. It's not anything. It's just we're sort of, uh, it's a celebration because we have something that just worked out. I mean, it worked out. We went through hell unfairly, did nothing wrong, did nothing wrong. I've done things wrong in my life, I will admit. Not purposely, but I've done things wrong. But this is what the end result is. This is why they now attack your character and your morality. Or mine. It's because of whom you vote for. This is a Bolshevik tactic. It's devoid of facts. These people are staring at their 401k and they're sore losers. They won't admit that life is better under Donald Trump's presidency. They're not lunatics. They just disagree with us. I believe that many of them love their country, but they just see Trump as a threat to it. Why? Because the media has misrepresented the facts over and over to make Trump look like a criminal racist. And most people only catch a quick clip of the news. They're too busy working and raising their families to do their own independent research and dig deeper. What's worse is when... They are able to tune in for an hour at night and catch the evening news on cable. If they're catching Anderson Cooper or Jim Acosta on CNN or MSNBC, boy, are they in for a ride with this misinformation. There's no news. It's all opinion and it's all anti-Trump. The reality is lots of people don't care about the economy. They don't care about foreign policy. They only get involved to begin with because of raw emotion. Otherwise, most people hate politics. And it's that emotion that clouds their judgment. That's why I literally try to look at just the facts. And it's important because facts really do matter. And that's why I go to JustFacts.com. JustFacts.com provides so much excellent just data. You make your own reference. You provide your own analysis. They give you the info. 
JustFacts.com. JustFacts.com. And if you go to JustFacts.com slash rich, you could sign up for their newsletter and you can get all this stuff delivered to you absolutely free. They pay for all the research. You get it for free. JustFacts.com. But facts matter. And I don't care how orange Donald Trump is or how many times he tweets. His actions, his record speaks way louder than any of his words. And it's unfortunate that people aren't able to debate with facts. And those same people are always going to resort to attacking your morality. In Latin, they call this the ad hominem attack. And this is what happens. It's, I mean, you see it from when people are little kids. Hey, you pushed me. I don't like you. You did that. You're ugly. There's the ad hominem. Didn't have anything to say. Yes, he did push him. Yes, he was wrong. Yes, he took your chair. People don't want to own up to their actions. I don't like you. You said bad things about women. And got elected anyway, mind you. The economy's doing good under Trump. Some reporter somewhere said that he may have touched his wife at night doing something, blah, blah, blah. The, the same lady that's with him in the White House. I mean, they will stop at nothing to malign his character. But it's become sport. It's become sport where people are just like, wow, this guy's so evil. I don't understand how he's in the White House. I don't understand how this happens. Does it never dawn on you, the doubter, the reason he's in the White House is because he didn't do anything wrong? Does it ever dawn on you that the call was perfect? Perfect call. Perfect call. Thank you. Does that, for a second, even if 99% of the time you doubt him, is there at least 1% of the time where you'll give the benefit of the doubt? Remember, this is America. Innocent until proven guilty. Straight ahead, we're going to talk about over a hundred illegal aliens getting arrested. You don't want to miss this. I'm Rich Valdez. This is America. This is America. Gia. All right, welcome back. I am Rich Valdez with an S. 17 floors above Madison Square Garden here in New York City. Mr. Producer on the one and two. Big shout out to Rich Cementa. And everybody here at WABC Radio, the fantastic crew that we have. I'm flipping through the, the TV and I see on News 12 that ICE arrests 115 immigrants during a five-day New Jersey sweep, including one man that's wanted for murder in Brazil. Listen to this. ICE arresting 115 undocumented immigrants here in New Jersey. It was part of a five-day sweep that ended last Saturday. ICE officials said 84% of the people arrested either had previous convictions or pending criminal charges. One man arrested is wanted for murder in Brazil. Now, federal authorities arrested 115 people. I'm reading from NJ.com. Here in the United States, illegally from 23 different countries, including one man wanted for murder. During a five-day sweep in New Jersey that ended right now on Saturday, Newark's ICE Office of Enforcement and Removal took into custody a 53-year-old Brazilian man wanted by Brazilian authorities for a homicide. This is coming from an ICE spokesman yesterday morning. And the ICE spokesman today did not have anything immediate to add. Now, what ICE did say is that 84% of the people arrested either had previous convictions or pending criminal charges. I will repeat, ICE officials have confirmed that 84% of 115 people arrested had previous convictions or pending criminal charges. Ruben Perez, there's a nice Irish name for you, 
The acting field office director for ICE's enforcement and removal operations in Newark said this targeted enforcement action focuses on the arrest of individuals convicted of serious crimes and are a threat to public safety. Because of the targeted efforts of these professionals and officers, there are 115 fewer criminals in our communities. I say, wepa! Congratulations, kudos to Ruben Perez, Director Perez. Good job. Good job. Waiting for somebody to say, well, that's because they're black and brown, or that guy, oh, oh, Mr. Perez is brown too. Oh, we can't use the whole black and brown thing that we love to use, which we really shouldn't use. Now, the arrests occurred between January 27th and February 1st. Most of these people are between 20 years old and 58 years old. I'm going to share with you a couple of the charges that they were charged with. One man had an extortion charge pending in Peru, 58 years old, Fairfield, New Jersey. North Bergen, New Jersey, 44-year-old Salvadorian national, convicted of endangering the welfare of a child. Elizabeth, New Jersey, Salvadorian national, pending case in El Salvador for homicide. Now, this doesn't say if these guys from El Salvador are part of the MS-13 Mala Salvatrucha street gang, but I'll let you decide. DWI. Arson, domestic violence, distribution of narcotics, 55-year-old guy from the UK. Blimey. Criminal sexual contact involving a minor, 46-year-old, previously deported Mexican national. Yet AOC says, no walls. AOC says, just like her name, AOC, aliens over citizens. She will put citizens that can actually legally vote beneath the desires of illegal aliens putting criminals over Americans. In AOC's New York, it's okay to be homeless and sleep on the street. In AOC's New York, it's okay to take the money from the rich and give to the lazy. In AOC's New York, it's a bad thing to be successful in America. In AOC's New York, these people that got locked up should not be incarcerated. They should be given a ticket and a court appearance, and hopefully they show up at court. Who cares if they're a flight risk? Put them right back in your communities. Right back into Newark. Right back into Elizabeth, Fairfield, Guttenberg, North Brunswick, Plainfield, Patterson, Passaic, Pompton Plains, West Milford. AOC's all-out crazy approach to policy, in particular economics and immigration, is abysmal. Yet people glorify her. And they do that because they just don't know. Maybe they do. I mean, if, if you can say, hey, look, I truly believe in what, like she does. I, I always say, AOC's not a phony. A lot of people think she's stupid, she's an actress. I don't believe that. I believe that she's really drank the Kool-Aid. There are times where she may be more conservative-leaning than not. And she lets those things out, and then she realizes, oh, snap. That doesn't really go lockstep with the ideology that... I uh, promote here. But ultimately, I do believe she hates capitalists. I believe she hates every corporation out there. She's said as much on tape. If she could destroy those companies and continue to build the size of government so that people didn't have to work, and just like in communist China and or communist Russia, and they could create re-education programs 
and start putting people into This is why they want free college. They want free college so that everyone will go and learn what they want you to know. No more choice. Who, who's going to go to the private school if the free one is, is right or available to you? And they control it. So yeah, when they say they're democratic socialists, they're right. They want you to vote your rights away. Listen, I say it all the time. You stand for nothing, you'll fall for anything. And we saw a perfect example of that when all-out crazy AOC took a shot at a man that just announced he has stage 4 lung cancer. You may not like the guy, but I believe class and decorum dictate that you don't kick a man while he's down. I think human decency is that if you know that someone's facing a life-threatening illness, you kind of cut bait at that point and say, well, good fight. At least that's what I think. Let me know what you think. I'm at Rich Valdez on Twitter, at Rich Valdez. And of course, on the website, therichvaldez.com, therichvaldez.com. It's real important that you go there. This way you can download the podcast. You can subscribe to the podcast through your Android device or through your iPhone. We're also on Spotify, which is pretty cool. A couple of guys that were here the other day, they were 21. They, they told me they listen on Spotify, which I thought was really cool. Back to AOC. I just wanted to wrap up with that because I think I disagree with her on policy all the time, and that's fine. She can be a, a wonderful person. I don't know her. I know I tried to introduce myself and she ran away. These on-the-record comments that she made about Rush Limbaugh, she has every right to make them, as I have every right to make mine. But I think that they complain about Trump lacking decorum. I think the statements that she made were beneath that of a sitting legislator. Another one of my favorite quotes is really fitting right here. It's from Edmund Burke. All that is necessary for evil to triumph is for good people like you to stand by and do nothing. Until the next time, America, that's all I got for today. I'm Rich Valdez at Rich Valdez on Twitter. You're listening to This is America. This is America. 